Cougar football fans. 40, 30, 20, 10, and that's how you do it. This hour, first and 12, looks ahead to the 2024 season to come. Expands again, and the BYU Utah rivalry is back at center stage. Our hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Carey on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. I don't know if it's just Nelly that with that performance we had yesterday, but oh I'm God. feeling like we're number one. We're, we're the number one Big 12 show around. Uh, it's been a great first season, and there's going to be a lot more content in the years to come on first and 12. Dude, I was 16 like, team era. Mitch, I was waiting for Lil' Kim to pop up on the stage, dude, like just to, like, round it all out. You know, like I was oh, like, man. where's Missy Elliott? Where's Lil' Kim? Let's have a – let's have, like, uh, I, I don't know. Let's get Usher out here. Like, let's, let's do the but, full crew from, like, the early – from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. When I was it, watching it, it though, out, man. when I was watching it, I, the Nelly's performance, I thought – Alex and I are going to have a real dilemma as we hammer out oh, these big 12 power die. rankings. I will Let's die. get I told to you the not power to rankings. 16 <laughs> team 2024. Let's get to it. The Big 12 Power Rankings Big Board. A weekly rank of all 12 programs from the elite to the bottom dwellers. No matter what I do, I struggle I putting Arizona <laughs> near the top. I told you not to work in these dumb Nelly puns. <laughs> You're officially on suspension. Uh, gosh, don't don't see Nelly about in my our power rankings. rankings. <laughs> I, I am wearing full disclosure. I'm wearing a bandaid under my eye. Okay, and I'm. <laughs> that's how I'm. That's how I'm approaching this. Just with as much. I just booked a round trip flight to St. Louis. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Let's get over the Nelly stuff. Way too many Nelly references. I'm sure the Big 12 is like, was that the right choice for us? And they're like, oh, absolutely. Like, come on. Uh, all right. So here's here's where we're gonna go here because I'm 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 actually disappointed because I looked at the power rankings before we started. And what we do is we'll kind of throw them out there and we wait for the other person to go. You are full of crap. You know, like we wait for the other person to call the other one out. So I'll just say Mitch put Arizona number one, and I want to say I don't feel comfortable with the Wildcats being number yep. one yet. Now, I will also say, based off of what I'm looking at on your garbage power rankings that you put into the rundown, all right, you put Arizona, you put Oklahoma State second, Utah three, Iowa State four. Let's just go through the top four here. Because then I said, are you serious about Utah being behind Oklahoma State? Because I just saw – I just saw, like, a really bad performance in the Big 12 championship game, a Big 12 championship game that, frankly, it didn't feel like Oklahoma State should have been there. And then you were like, well, what was Utah's best win, a 7-5 and five USC? Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma, dude, in Bedlam. And I'm like, are we talking about this year? I'm trying to project here. I'm talking about Utah with Cam yeah. Rising, the potential of – and I don't think Brand Keith is coming back, but I but I do say – I do think that so many guys are returning, and, the, the you know, the chief of which is is, is – going to be your two-time Pac-12 champion. That dude knows how to win a conference championship. And this is a conference that does not really have somebody who wants to lead out right now and be a conference champion. So I think when you talk about pedigree, including recent pedigree of being a champion, it ain't Arizona, brother. So I don't know. And I, it's, and, and I know Oklahoma State was in the Big 12 championship game this year and two years ago, but I don't feel comfortable with that either. I have a hard time not putting Utah at the top. That's fair, and I think that Utah, there's a real case. I mean, there, there's a case for 
five teams, I think, to be at the number one spot in this league. You know, I kind of considered maybe Kansas State. I think where I go with Arizona, though, is they got Noah Fafita back at quarterback. Jed Fish seems to be staying in Tucson, which is, I think, a pretty significant development. We will see. The coaching carousel always has some unexpected twists and turns in mid-December, and who knows what opens up. And But the fact that Chip Kelly stayed at UCLA and – you know, Jed Fish seemed like to maybe be a back-channel potential hire for them. Uh, he's still in Tucson, and I think that's just a, a good move. You know, Arizona's going to be a, a tough out. But, you know, but like so many teams in the Big 12, can they maintain it when expectations are actually placed on them? These teams seem to regress in the Big 12. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with going Utah number one. I just – I thought it was just noteworthy how they struggled against – the worst team in the Big 12 in, in week two this past year. And, and you know, that was with the guy that took down USC. It was just kind of a weird year for Utah. If at full strength, sure, I, I think Utah at number one, I'm fine with that. Because, again, they have an identity. They have consistency. And that's just something no one else in this Big 12 right. has. Well, like Utah I get has it. it. If, if, if you're going to talk about it, too, and, and, and I would say, hey, find – where your great quarterbacks are in the conference and then put those people at the top. And Cam Rising coming back, that's your guy who I think you need to put at the top, but you're not far off. I think Noah Fafita actually has the highest ceiling uh, of somebody who, I mean, we were blown away. This is a guy who threw for 545 yards and broke an Arizona record, and the dude is a freshman, right? And, and he has huge potential, huge potential. And so – if you're going to talk about – and, again, in a, in a league where quarterbacking right now is like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find. It's RBUs across the board right here. I think that Arizona has somebody in Noah Fafita that they – they knew that they were going to get somebody pretty, pretty awesome in Noah Fafita, but I didn't think they thought that he would come in for Jaden Delora as a – you know, as the backup, you know, to try not to be, uh, 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 you know, to – <laughs> to come in and just fill in the blank for a minute. And then they were like, hey, Delora, you're done, bro. Like, this is it. This guy has got something, man. And so uh, I, I think that if you're talking like that, then fine. I think that Oklahoma State, I have no idea. What's Ollie Gordon's situation? What's Ollie Gordon doing? Is he coming back? He's expected to be back, but I think there's a feeling does he dip into the portal a little bit to maybe see what the market's out there. But I, I think he's you know he's an Oklahoma State guy, and they've got resources in their NIL department to, to keep him. Is it to the level that might be needed? I, I don't know. That's where we'll see. But, you know, he's expected to be back next year. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Ollie Gordon coming back. I'm going to go Utah, Arizona, Oklahoma State. I'm going to go Kansas State. And I know you put Iowa State at four, but I, you know, I, I still can't buy totally into a team that was seven and five uh, to be those guys because I do think that the Wildcats are something, and I do think that they also have moved on from Will. I mean, Will Howard's moving on from them, but I think they moved on from him. Is that weird to yep. think that? I no, it's it's ac- accurate. Avery Johnson's the future, and K State's gonna gonna thrive with him, and, and I think that Chris Kleiman, like Kyle Whittingham. Uh, going to be you know one of the top coaches in this league no questions asked I think that you know West Virginia is an interesting team to me you know what happens with you know kind of Garrett Green's eligibility where he sits I'm, I'm I got to follow up on that but you know they, they've got a really elite ground attack they've got about five different dudes that can tote the rock at a high level and they're they're going to have a you know they got a pretty good recruiting class seventh right now in the team rankings in the in the big 12 
But, you know, I think West Virginia, I think, will be, you know, kind of back to steady ground. I'm just curious to see what goes on with Neil Brown if he tries to move on. It seems like he's staying. And, you know, West Virginia, as they should. I mean, he was an 8-4 coach this year. He got them back on track, and maybe West Virginia can kind of get a new run started out there in Morgantown. <laughs> I was I was watching the digs on, on – <laughs> On so many social media platforms, you know, people are going after, you know, Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State. And I thought, I thought, you guys, these guys, these dudes, these are the only ones who had the guts to freaking be that number two team in the Big 12 this year. Like everybody else was like, I got to, hey, listen, I'm dipping out. I got to lose a couple a couple weeks before the end of the season. I don't want to be in that, in that, I don't want to be at that Nelly uh, halftime. You know, we're, we're not ready for this. We're going to get our butts handed to us by Texas and, you know, to watch it, I, you know, I think Oklahoma State has, a, you know, the case of it there. But you're just like you had said. Um, I, I do think that I do think that West Virginia is 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 going to outperform what I mean. What did we think? I don't know what we were thinking putting them at 14 at the beginning of the, and they were like a deep 14, right? Like we should all be ashamed of ourselves. But I think that West Virginia is going to get rid of of Neil Brown in the next couple of years, and he'd probably do well to be out of there. What what happens with Kansas? Is Jalen Daniels is he going to be a guy anymore down there? At the same time, like they have a winning culture a little bit going on right now, more than they've ever had. And I could see you swapping anywhere. West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech, and UCF could all be in each other's spots because that's what we have. And I agree right now, six, seven, eight, nine, because I think they could all be somewhere in that spot. You could probably interchange them all and make an argument for it. Yeah, Kansas brings back Jalen Daniels, is expected to bring back Lance Leipold. They just had a $35 million donation from a prominent booster. The money's kind of flowing right now in Kansas. Uh, they're, they're Kansas really has prominent boosters. You've got to get on board. You've got to be something. <laughs> BYU fans, you got to get a, get a prominent booster going. You know, Let's Texas go. Tech, they got a five-star commit. They've got the number one recruiting class in the Big 12. And then UCF, they've got the most four-star commits, uh, nine four-stars in their recruiting class. So UCF is loading up on talent. They might have the best overall recruiting class. It's just kind of small in numbers right now. But UCF and Gus Malzahn, they're kind of recruiting – like a you know back half of the SEC type team, like they, they look really good. They're they're top twenty five in recruiting this year. UCF, keep an eye on them because I thought it was noteworthy that they got to a bowl game despite how you know many issues they had in stretches this year. The fact that they fought and and kind of dug themselves out because I think there was a, a you know an undercurrent of like is Gus Malzahn checked out? Is he a guy that's just you know cashing checks because it's just a, almost like a retirement situation for him? But I think he's putting in the work. Like, you're seeing in the recruiting trail. And UCF wouldn't be surprised if you really kind of see them climb the ladder in the Big 12 in years to come. All right. So let's go. We did our top uh, nine there. Let's go to our bottom. Uh, let's go to our bottom six here. Or I guess it'd be bottom seven. Let's go to our bottom seven. TCU at 10. I don't disagree with. Um now, here's where I think you're going to have a lot of fans argue with Mitch because he really got this wrong. Uh, <laughs> 11 Colorado, 12 BYU. You've got the buffs ahead of BYU. They're going to get 40 new guys out of the transfer portal. I, I guess it's it's combination of, uh, you know, I'm just I'm really kind of sold on Coach Prime still. I, I'm, I'm buying in on him. And they, they've got, you know, Shadur Sanders, if he comes back. It, you know, one thing about those that Colorado roster how many teams in this league will have five-star talent at the top? 
they've got it with Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders. I mean, those are elite prospects, and I just think they could be, you know, instant impact guys. And you saw, like, the first glimpse of them against the Big 12 team. They outclassed TCU, and I know TCU didn't amount to much this year, but I just I still kind of believe in Coach Prime. I'm, I'm not jumping ship on him. I, I think and if, if Colorado lined it up against BYU, I'd probably pick Colorado just because I, I'm – I'm a believer in the kind of the top end of their talent. So uh, I've given them a slight edge. I'm leaning a little bit heavy right now in how this season, you know, played out. And I know the buffs were kind of a, a mess, but I'm looking at the whole body of work in that September. They were, they were dynamite. They, you know, the, some of the decisions with coach prime and the, and the coaching staff were kind of knee jerk. And, you know, Sean Lewis goes to San Diego state as the head coach. Uh, so they're gonna have to kind of retool the staff, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm still buying in on coach prime and for BYU, uh, I'm still buying in on Coach Kalani, too, Satake. I think he's the right guy for the job. It's just BYU doesn't act as quick. Like, they, they're not going to adapt. Like, Rick George at, at Colorado, the AD there, like, Coach Prime, do what you need to do. Like, get it done. I'm, I'll make it happen. Like, BYU, it's like Kalani has to go through all this red tape. And it's like, are, are, they, are these people willing to be a Power 5 program or not? Like, you wanted, you dreamed so much to be in the Big 12. Well, act like it now. Like, you're here. Go put out a winning product and act appropriately and act in a timely manner where it's like, Quit making Kalani go through all this red tape and, like, waiting on hires. Like, let's get things done. That's why I still kind of put BYU a little bit lower. All right. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, that was that was the only kind of argument I had there at the bottom. The rest of the way here, we'll go through them quickly. Uh, Colorado, BYU, 11-12 could be there. Arizona State, Cincinnati. I thought maybe you could swap those two because I don't really know, uh, you know, we're talking about being bad, but not like the worst bad. Arizona worst. State, though, huge upgrade. They're, they're on the Ray rise. Anderson, Ray Anderson yes. resigning at AD. That is going to be yes. huge. I think th- that booster group, yeah. that NIL, and they are going to be energized because Ray Anderson suffocated that athletic department. I think Arizona State's going to be on the climb. Just just kind of a thought there, but it's going to take okay. time still for Kenny Dilling. ASU, Cincinnati 14, Baylor 15, Houston 16. Uh, I put Houston at 16 because I thought, you know, without Dana Holgerson, not like you're going, hey, without Dana Holgerson, you're not going to be great. I'm just saying that's a, that's a, a program that's reeling. They thought maybe he was going to carry him through uh, to shock some people in those first few years of the Big 12. Nowhere near it. Holgerson loses his gig, and Houston's got to kind of start over. If they again. get so Willie Fritz, though, if they get Willie Fritz, that'd be a great hire. Immediate Willie Fritz from great. Tulane would yes. be uh, – he would be, you know, I don't know if – he could maybe on a high end be best-case scenario like a Kansas State. Like, I think that's kind of his career arc right. if he got into the league. So, yeah, Willie Fritz, that, that Houston job is very interesting because it's got tons of potential. All right, we'll take uh, another break here. We'll wrap things up here. We'll look at the schedule that is already kind of in place for this conference, the, the matchups that are the most interesting for 2024 season. Take a little jump into the uh, scheduling matrix uh, for the pack, or for the Big 12 in 2024. It is first and 12 right here. 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone and the uh, – did I already say that? Uh, and KSL News Radio. There you go. So both stations, Mitch Harper, Alex Curie. We'll be back. It's all brought to you by Macy's. Happy shopping.